Today we are beginning a new chalik as we are about to begin a new cycle of Chumash and Rashi from Parshish Bereshis. We're beginning a new chalik, chalik yud and kutasichis, which truly chalik yud is the beginning of these five krachim, these five volumes that we have been learning uh, over the last few months. And today's sicha is on the first Rashi of Bereshis, the first Rashi of the Teda. And the Rebbe indicates that this Rashi is almost like an introduction to Rashi's beer, to Rashi's explanation throughout the entire Chumash. And by understanding this Rashi properly, we'll get a glimpse into how Rashi learns and how we are meant to learn a Rashi on Chumash. Dubur kama pa'amim. It's been spoken many times. That even though Rashi's primary role in his Pirush on is to explain the simple, basic understanding of the Pasik, as emphasized by Rashi himself in numerous occasions, nevertheless, in addition, to the Pshutei Shalmikra, Rashi contains, and it is alluded to in the words of Rashi, also wondrous things. Mufloim. Of other parts of Teda. Kemavur B'Shalah. Gam Rosen De'iraisa. Even secrets of the Teda are uh, included in the words of Rashi. Okidua Pizkumad Murazakim. As we know, the Piskam, the saying of the Alter Rebbe, the Rashi and Chumash is Yena Shaltera, the wine of Tera. And very, very often the Rebbe uses this, this expression, Yena Shaltera, uh, in his Pirushim, that in addition to Psutishal Mikra, and in addition to understanding the main, the main thrust of the Rashi on the, on the Pasik, there is always something that could be squeezed out, so to speak. There's always a gishmak, a, 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 uh, an enjoyable and deeper understanding or lesson or approach of chassidus that could be taken from Rashi, referred to as yena shalter. We'll move on. And it's also understood, since this is relevant in general to Rashi's Pirushantera, this is certainly true with regards to the first Rashi Antera. Like we find on numerous occasions that the beginning of something contains and emphasizes their main content. So therefore also it's understood that the first Rashi is inclusive, not just of the Pirush on that Pasik, but is inclusive in a more general approach to how Rashi teaches and what Rashi's, mes- <clears throat> and what Rashi's message is. And therefore it's also understood that the Yeno Shaltera, the wine of Tera, the deeper level of the Pirush of Rashi, and the lesson that's taken from this Rashi that exists in this, in this first passage 
of Rashi, since it is the first one of the entire Teresh is not just this, on this one detail. The lesson that we're going to take and the initial Teresh that we're going to learn is going to be a general message for the Teresh mitzvahs in general. So this is very interesting. Generally, Rashi, you learn a Rashi on a Pasik. You ask, what's Rashi trying to tell us? We understand Rashi. There's a Hira sometimes, a Yena Shaltera sometimes, that is relevant to this Indian that's being discussed. Today we're saying like this, that since we're dealing with, we're going to deal with the first Rashi and Tera. Number one, it contains a general message. And number, number, number one, it contains a message in how to learn, in how Rashi teaches in general. And number two, the Yenu Shaltera and the Heira that we're going to learn is something that's relevant to Teiru Mitzvahs in general, not just to this Pasuk of Bereshah's Bar. Oizbiz. Rashi Maschil Pirushya Latera. So let's learn the Rashi. Rashi begins his Pirush as follows. Omar Ab Yitzchak. The Torah should have begun with which is in Parashas Boy, which is the first mitzvah that the Yidin are being commanded, the mitzvah of Kiddush HaKedosh. So in that case, why does the Torah begin with Bereshis? And of here Rashi quotes a Pasik, that says the strength or the power of his actions, he relayed, related to his nation, to his people, to give them the inheritance of the nations. And now she explains, If the nations of the world are going to tell to the Yidden, you are robbers because you conquered the land belonging to seven nations. The Yidden could respond to them. The whole world belongs to the Eivishter. As we see in B'Reish's Bara in this Pasuk, that the Eivishter created the world. And then when he wanted to, he gave it to whoever he wants, to whom it seems proper in his eyes. When he wanted to, he gave it to them, to the seven nations. And when he wanted, he took it from them and gave it to us, to the Yidden. So Bereshis Bara Lekim tells us that the Abishter is the Balabas on the world. And therefore, Eretz Yisrael belongs to us because at this point, the Abishter, who is the creator of the world and the owner of the world, gave us Eretz Yisrael. And now the lesson in the Yenish Shalteir is understood very simple. A person should not be affected by anything that opposes or anything that disturbs him from fulfilling Tehru Mitzvahs. When the nations of the world come to, with a claim to the Yidden that they don't have to fulfill the commands of the Torah. Because according to them, according to the commandments of the Torah are irrational or illogical or not immoral. Just like they claimed with regards to the conquering of Eretz Yisrael, that it was wrong, even though it came directly as a command from the Ebishter. So when the Goyim come and say that 
Tero Mitzvah doesn't make sense, so you shouldn't be doing it. In Libnei Yisrael, this Rashi Mizeklal, a Yid should not be affected by this. On the contrary, you should strengthen himself in fulfilling Tehro Mitzvahs. To respond to these people who are, who are making this claim, to respond, that this mitzvah that you're saying is irrational or immoral is actually the will of the Ebishter. And only through the fulfillment of Tehro Mitzvahs are we fulfilling the will of Hashem. And therefore it doesn't matter the fact that a human mind doesn't comprehend it because it's coming from the Abishter. This is what the Abishter wants and this is how we fulfill the Abishter's Ratzin. So that's the general the general lesson. Number one, straight out of the, uh, out of the uh, straight as we begin, as we start off, the, the Rashi is telling us, don't be affected. Um uh, Salem have a claim. They're going to say what they want. Doesn't it shouldn't affect you? This is only a very general lesson from the general message of Rashi. But we must understand that even in the details of Rashi, especially in the very first passage in the very first Pirush of Rashi, there's lessons. Not just in the general message, but also in the details that Rashi brings. And in this case, since this is the first Rashi, and almost like an introduction to the rest of Chumash, therefore, from the details of this Rashi, we're going to learn lessons that are generally relevant to Tehru Mitzvah. So, let's do it. A fundamental and primary detail in this Rashi, who is the Pasuk which Rashi brings, that the Abishter related the strength or the power of his actions to his people to give them the inheritance of the lands. Key, why is this Pasuk fundamental? This is the foundation of the, 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 to negate the argument of the, of the nations. That the Abishter is telling us his actions to be able to give the Goyim, to be able to give to the Yidden the Nachla that was initially belonged to the nations. So it's clear that this Prat, this Posik, since it's such a fundamental part of Rashi, is clearly coming with a very primary, important lesson in serving Hashem. It's Arach love, and so we're going to have three quick questions on this Pasuk. Aleph Ma'ayira, number one, what is that lesson? What is the lesson that we are learning from this Pasuk? Ke'ach Ma'isa V'Higid Lama'ay. Be'ez, Ma'u Adiyuk Betevas Ko'ach Ma'isa the Pasuk says the word Kayach, and Rashi quotes it Kayach, the strength or the power of his actions, he told over to the nations, to, to the Yidin. The Pasuk is telling us that the world is Maisav Shalakadis Baruch the world is his actions, his deeds, his workings, his doing. And therefore, this tells us this, that it is in the Abishter's power and in the Abishter's permission to give, this, to, to, give to the Yidden Nachlas Goyim. So what are we learning from the Kayach Maisav? 
Could have said, Maisa vegan lama. The Abishai told his Maisim that he created the world and therefore he has the right to give the world, the Eretz Israel to the Yidden. What's the diuk of the word Koyach? And Gimel, finally, the third question, The most common expression, the most common term used for said is the word Omar. As mentioned numerous times in our parsha, in this very passage itself, it says that the Yidden tell the Goyim, So what was the word? What the word that Rashi uses? So again, we're using the term Aimer. Sometimes we'll use the word Diber. He spoke. Siper. He told over. He related. Higid is a very unusual term. So clearly the fact that it says Kayach Maisov Higid Lamai is a is a question is a question why do we use the word Higid in this passage? So to understand this Rashi, these, to answer these questions, we're going to learn a parallel from Eretz Yisrael as a place to Eretz Yisrael in our Aveda Ruchnis, in our serving of Hashem on a daily basis. The Yuvam Bahakim Biyurin Yenayat Yisrael Beruchnis will understand this by first prefacing the explanation of what is the idea of Eretz Yisrael on a spiritual level. The mile of Eretz Yisrael is that the eyes of Hashem are upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. That the Eibishter's divine providence is there in a revealed way. is more than any other part of the world. Which means to imply, even in the physical land of Eretz Yisrael, and in the matters, in the things that are being taken care of in Eretz Yisrael, the light of Hashem is felt in a more revealed, in a more real way. More so, since the eyes of the Ebishter are upon it, it is impossible that there should be, if not for the involvement of the human being. Uh, but in other words, if you, only from the Abishter himself, there is no ra, there is no bad in Eretz Yisrael. The Abishter has pure eyes; he does not see any bad. Which means that if the Abishter's eyes are not in Eretz Yisrael, then from the Abishter's eyes, from the Abishter's perspective, there is no ra. So there's two points made. Number one, that in the Gashmius of Eretz Yisrael, you could feel elokus. More. And number two, from the Abishter's perspective, there is no Rainer's Israel. Mizem, move on. From this we can apply this to the person's Avaidah. The level of Eretz Israel Baruchnius. In, in the person's service of Hashem. He made This is referring to a level of completion uh, in the in the Aved of Tehra Mitzvahs. When a person is doing Tehra Mitzvahs on the most complete, perfect way. 
which this brings down a revelation of Elokus and totally negates any evil. And this is hinted in the name Eretz Yisrael. The word Eretz of Eretz Yisrael refers to the Ratzin of the fact of wanting to do the Ratzin of Hashem. The Gam Yisrael made Alinyan Atero Mitzvahs and Yisrael also represents Tero Mitzvahs. Kedu Asher Yisrael Yisrael Tevis Yes Shishim Ribuis is Tero Yisrael is the Rosh Tevis. There are six hundred thousand letters in the Tero. Shabov Al Yada Vayidei Tzirufi Yisrael Elon Nisbaru Kol Mitzvahs, which this which with, with which these letters or the combination of these letters. They are, they explain, and therefore they are inclusive of all the mitzvahs. So, Eretz Yisrael, Beruchnius means someone who has completed the fulfillment of Tehro mitzvahs in a perfect way. Eretz, not Salasas, let's say, in Kena, and Yisrael, Yesh, Yishim, Nibuez, is Latera. Omnum. So, that's the Avayid of Eretz Yisrael. But, we don't get there automatically. It, it is a process. Just like it was Begashmias. Omnom, Kameshu, Pastor Sayyanam, just like it was in reality. First, Eretz Yisrael was in the portion of Shame, Shame, the son of Noyach. And then the Kenainim conquered it from the, the, the Bnei Shame. Kenaini was, was from the Bnei Cham. And they, the Kenainim took it from the children of Shame. In order to give it back to the Yidden, which are also B'nai Shem, and to transform it. There had to be a conquering of Eretz Yisrael. There is not just the idea of Eretz Yisrael, which is the completion of the Aveda. There's also a level in Aveda which is called conquering Eretz Yisrael. And that Aveda has to take place in the person also. In other words, there's one level where a person reaches Shlemus Atayra Vamitzvis, but there's another level which is the person goes through the experience of Kibush, of conquering Eretz Yisrael. What is that? In addition to fulfilling Tehro Mitzvahs, which as we said a moment ago, that's the idea of Eretz Yisrael, to do the Ebister's will and fulfill Tehro Mitzvahs. Every person is commanded that all of their actions should be for the sake of Hashem. And in all of your ways, you should know Hashem. To serve Hashem, not just through davening and learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. In all of his ways, and in all of his actions that he's engaged in, during 24 hours of the day. Even those that are being done for your bodily needs and for, your, for the material benefit. Even they have to be done for the sake of Hashem. And this Aveda has to be done on the highest level. So that he's able to, to transform all of his physical material matters that they should be bottled and they should be one or unified with Hashem. That their, that their entity 
that their definition is transformed into holiness. They lose sight, they lose feeling of the material aspect of it. Not because the Kedusha, the light of Kedusha overwhelms it to the point that it loses itself. It doesn't know what it is anymore. But no, because it is totally dedicated and uh, connected to Hashem, to Elokus as the Eyu. That's not the way to do it. The idea of which in other occasions we explain the difference. But here we're not going to address it. But in general, the idea is to transform the Gashmias, that the Gashmias itself becomes a Davish Mikdusha, something holy. And then he adds in the brackets a very Gishmaka addition. The Inyan Akibush. So just a moment, let's let's summarize very quickly. So there's two levels here. There's the idea of Eretz Yisrael, which is Aveda Ruchni, says Ki Mitzvis, in the best possible way. Then there's Aveda of Kibush Eretz Yisrael, which is to transform the Gashmis of the world into Ruchni, into Kedusha. And this Kibush includes one more detail. It's not enough that he's serving Hashem while being involved in material matters. But from time to time, he should steal from the time that is dedicated uh, to eating, drinking, or sleeping. And he takes them over, he conquers them. They should learn Torah and do mitzvahs in that time. So not only... <laughs> So not only are we being kavish the world by taking a davar gashmi and turning, into, turning it into a davar ruchni, but we go even more so that we are, we are taking or we're stealing a little time. So the time that usually is dedicated for lunch or for sleeping or anything like that, we say, in a few more minutes of learning Torah because I'm being kavish my time. I'm conquering that my time should be used for limited Torah. And that's what it means to conquer Yisrael in the person's Avedah. He conquers earth, Agashmi's things from the nations of the world, from the conduct, from the way, the modus operandi of the world. And he turns them into a land of Yisrael. That even the physical, uh, 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 substance of the world, Shein was a mitzvah, which is no mitzvah in it at all. It's world, it's, it's world, it's Gashmias, who gave the Shumab Bechlevdusha, he conquers it and transforms it to And this will make more Gishmak, more enjoyable to understand the saying of the Rabbeim. When they responded to certain people who had asked to them that they wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael, they said, Machdo Eretz Yisrael. Make here Their intention was was not just that they should do Eretz Yisrael Beruchnius, which is the sea of a kiyum atiru mitzvus. Kiyum gama aveda ruchnius to kibush Eretz Yisrael. Even aveda ruchnius of the conquering part of Eretz Yisrael. Make here 
Hainu asiyah da metziyah shal do l'eretz Yisrael kibush. A metziyah shal do l'eretz Yisrael. That it's not just that you're turning this place into Eretz Yisrael by doing Teiru mitzvahs here, but also you're doing here also the idea of kibush. Mach. You're also making, transforming the Dah into Eretz Yisrael. Kibush gama arsiyah shal chutz l'eretz gufa by conquering the earthliness of chutz l'eretz. The last is that even his involvement in his non-obligatory, non-mitzvah matters, and even his involvement in his material needs should be in a way to create Ritzayne Shel Makim to bring the Abish Terzeratzen down here. The revelation of the Abish Terzer, the light, and Abish Terzeratzen, the Anyanim Shekal Mitzuyusam Makim Kipshuta Inyanim Agasmim. So the whole thing is really Makim. They're made up of physicality to turn it into Ritzayne Shel Makim to bring down the Abish Terzer and Ratzen into the Gashmis. So in Oiz Gimel, we basically explain the idea of Eretz Yisrael and the idea of Kibush Eretz Yisrael. That Eretz Yisrael means the Aved of Kima Teiru Mitzvah is properly. And the idea of Kibush Eretz Yisrael is to not suffice by doing Teiru Mitzvah, but to also take the Gashmis of the world and transform it to Ketusha. Utilize it for the Ebishter and for Hashem needs. Now we're going to see that it's not so simple. There is an argument to be made, albeit not a true argument or not a, 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 a correct argument, but an argument could be made that this idea of Kibush Eretz Yisrael or, or Kibush HaOilam to transform the Gashmi Yisraelim into Kedusha is not a proper Avayda. And we're going to see this in the argument of the Miraglim, which is discussed in Parsha Shlach and who argued that we shouldn't go into Eretz Yisrael. Eis Dalet. Ulo Matzinu. Shvederech adichasim shvuvnei Yisrael dechbeish Eretz Yisrael leyechet ha-meraglim. We find that when the Yidin were traveling into Eretz Yisrael to go to conquer the land, there was the sin of the meraglim. Their argument was it is impossible to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Use the Lashon HaPasa. Kichaz akumimenu. They said it's too strong. The way the Pasik says it, Kichazak Humi Menu, it's it's too strong for him. Chazal explained that when they said him, they meant the Abishter, Shamiraglim Omru Kiviyachel, Afilu Balabai Sini Yachel Tikelov Misham. The Miraglim said that even the owner can't remove his tools from there. Meaning to say, they argued that even Hashem himself cannot conquer Eretz Israel. Not understood. How did this unbelievable transformation occur? In the spiritual state of the Miraglim. In the beginning, Rashi tells us they were Kshadim, Rabbeinu chose them because they were upright, proper uh, um, people, Miraglim. And now they denied, they don't believe the ability of Hashem. They didn't just say that the Meraglim or that the soldiers, the Yidin down here, but the, the, can't do it. They said, the Abish himself can't do it. How do they come to such a conclusion when they started as Kshedim? The Gam, 
And another part that doesn't really make sense is They themselves, while they were saying that the Abishter can't do it, referred to the Abishter as the Balabayas, as the boss, as the owner. So how are these people who acknowledge that the Abishter is the Balabayas, how could they believe that the Abishter can't be Kavish, the Abishter cannot conquer Eretz Yisrael? So here's the explanation. How, how is it possible for the Meraglim to think that it would be impossible even for the Abishter to conquer at Yisrael? The, 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 the theme, the, the point of their claim was How is it possible to conquer at Yisrael? How is it possible to serve Hashem by transforming Gashmius into Kedusha? So that the Gashmius loses their identity as a material object. It's the Abishter who created the body, and the Abishter created materialism. Who asked me to see about Tera? Say, and Abishter himself commanded in the Tera, you should watch your health. Which means that the Abishter wants us to take care of our Gov. And it's also a Dinu Rambam, that the Gov, for the Gov to be healthy and complete, is part of the ways of serving Hashem. And it's also known that the Tera of the Baal Shem Tev the Pasuk. You should help Chamer Senacha. In the Bashem Tivtaiches, that Chamer Senacha refers to your gulf. And in the Pasuk says, Azir Tazav, you have to help the gulf and not break the gulf. It's also known what the Magad Mizditch wrote. That when there's a small hole, a small defect, a small blemish in the goof that causes a great blemish, a large ble- a blemish, a large hole in the neshama. Meaning to say that the Balmagdev Mizritch was reinforcing what we've been saying over here, that in order to be able to, for the neshama to do its job, the goof has to be healthy. Chazal teach us not to rely on miracles. Established nature and materialism to be something that is self-defined. Not self-defined, but something that is de- that is defined, that is real. So here we have a bunch of examples of the importance of Gashmiyas. The Abister created it. The Abister wants us to take care of it. The Abister and Hashem teaches us not to, not to destroy it. And the Mamagdim teaches us that how important the, the, the health is, which means that Gashmiyas is so important that the Abister created it and he wants it to exist. Comes out that the material things in this world are the Abister's tools. And are involved in the Gashmis is also part of the Abishtas Ratzin. So how is it possible for the Nefesh Elikis, even though the Nefesh Elikis is a piece of Hashem, to conquer them? To, to, to remove their existence as a physical object 
and they should only become, they should become something that is only holy. This is the opposite of the, of the nature that the Abishter himself created. Since the Abishter created the, word, the nature of the world in a way that nature has a tfisas makim nature, has an importance. Comes out that the Abishter wants the Gashmias of the Gashmias. He wants the material part of the world to be seen as material. How could you transform it and bring Kedusha into it if it's not a Kaili for Kedusha? The Abishter created the materialism to be material, to be Gashmias. I knew. So now we're going to explain within the words of the Miraglim what does it mean that the Abishter cannot be Moitzi Kail of Misham? He can't take his Kailim out. Because since the Abishter is a Kail Yochel, he limited himself. Even though he's the Balabais, and the Balabais usually can do anything. But he limited himself to not take his Kalim out. Like Chazal tells us that the Abister made a Shvua, and therefore the Abister can't go back in his own Shvua. Even though the Abister can do anything, but the Abister then puts himself in a position that he's not going to change anything. So, so therefore the argument over here is that if the whole idea of going into Eretz Yisrael is to transform the Gashmis into Ruchnius, come the Miraglim and say, Gashmis has to remain Gashmis. The Abister wants it to remain a goof. The Abister wants it to remain Gashmis. And that's part of the Abister's creation of the world. It's not our place to go. Even the Abister needs this Kalim. He means to say he needs the Gashmis to be there. He doesn't want it changed. And over there in the Midbar, the Yidden should serve Hashem by fulfilling Tehru Mitzvahs. But the Miraglim Tainid that Aveda of conquering Eretz Yisrael, which means that to change the Gashmis into Ruchnis, that's not part of the Aveda. You see this in their argument to remain in the Midbar. The Midbar is a place where people don't live. It's not a habitable place. It's You can't plant anything there. There's no water there. A midbar represents a, ma- a person which is not involved in Gashmias. Yeshua which, which would be the, inhabit- the habitation of the world. A midbar, you can't have it, you can't, you can't live. So it refers, sometimes we say midbar is the opposite, it's the lowest of the low. Here we're saying the midbar is not a Yitmakam Yeshua, therefore it means it's a place where a person is not involved in Gashmias. This is what the Meraglim are saying. The Vedas Hashem is to serve Hashem by doing Tehru Mitzvahs. And where can you do this in the Midbar? When he is uh, free from being involved in, in, in the needs of his bodily functions or his bodily needs. But if he's going into the land of the nations, which means when he has to be involved in material matters, he's eating, he's drinking, he's sleeping, he's taking care of his, of his, 
Because these are Hashem's tools. So you cannot conquer it under the control of Kedusha. And get rid of the Gashmias. This was the Tainas of Meraglim. The Tainas of Meraglim is, is that the Abister created Gashmias to remain Gashmias. And therefore, the Aveda of Yiddish Teiro Mitzvahs. But Teiro Mitzvahs has to be done with, with, with Dvaram Shabbat Kedusha. So you take Tvilin, you take whatever it is, you take a mitzvah, and you do a mitzvah. You take, I tell you. But to, to, to go and to bechol to rechecha da'eyu and bechol masecha yil l'shem shemayim, that is contrary, according to their opinion, according to their taina, to the Abish's plan. That gashmi should be gashmi, and the guf should be the guf. Avo be'emes toz g'dil But in truth, it sounds like a good argument, but the truth is it was a mistake. The ultimate purpose and intent of the creation of all the Dvaram Gashmiim. And the purpose of the Abishar told us to be involved in the physical world. Is for the purpose of drawing down Kedusha into the Dvaram Gashmiim. Because the Abishter had a taiva to have a dwelling place in the lowest of the of the worlds. And the whole reason why we're acknowledging, why we're giving any sense of importance to the Dvaram Gashmiim. The only reason we have Gashmiyas is so that the Gashmish become a Dirat for the Ebishter. And if the Gashmish wasn't Gashmish, it wouldn't be a Dirat B'Takhtainu, it would be a Dirat B'Alyoinu. In order for there to be a Dirat B'Takhtainu, there has to be a Takhtan. So the Ebishter created Dvarim Gashmiyam, so that there should be a Takhtan, so that the Ebishter can have a Dirat B'Takhtainu. Ukumayim Razao, Shekol, Inyani Yoelam, Nivru, Bishvil Ateres, Shnikras, Reishis, U Bishvil Yisrael, Shnikru, Reishis. As Chazal tell us that the whole world was created for the Teira, which is called Reishis, and for the Yidden that are called Reishis. Which means that the whole world was created for the Teda and for the Yidden. In other words, that the Yidden should use the Teda to transform the world. That even though on the surface they seem to be here so that they should be Gashmias, but the ultimate purpose of it is that they should be tools for Kedusha. Not only are they capable of transforming, of transforming it, they are also obligated to conquer the land of the nations, meaning the word the Gashmias. Because only through this are we able to fulfill the ultimate Ratzon Shalmakim, the Abish's will. That the tachtin, the lowest possible tachtin, which is the gashmius of this world, that it should be a diraleis baruch yisrim yaveid binyanik dushim yikara, which is even more important to the kavana than working with inyanik dush. So the miraglim made a mistake. The miraglim didn't realize that the, although the avisa created gashmius, his purpose of the Gashmias, and the reason he wants the Gashmias to be tefes makim as Gashmias, is so that he should have a dira ibitachtainu. 
But the ultimate kavana of the Gashmias is to be transformed to Kedusha and it should lose its Gashmias when it becomes a Didah for the Ebishter. And that's why the Miraglim had their Taina, but they were wrong. So now we're going to say that this Taina of the Miraglim could lead to the Taina of the Umasailam, or the Taina of what we're representing as Umasailam. From the Taina of the Miraglim, it trickles down in a chain reaction, so to speak. For the Taina of the Miraglim, it came from a good place. But once you have, once you open up that Taina, it could lead to the Taina of the Musa'ilam. They said as follows. When a yid is learning and davening and doing mitzvahs and not involved in the world, the nations can agree that a person at that time could feel the whole the light of Hashem, the light of Hashem. When a person is involved in, in the regular mundane. Uh, matters of his day, the Ummah Salem come and say that that's not part of Hashem. And therefore, during this time, say the Ummah his conduct has to be consistent with the, with, with the uh, imagery, with the uh, way the Gashmis wants him to look, the Gashmis to the world. Therefore, they say you are robbers because you have stolen, you have conquered the land of the nations. saying, don't mix Gashmius and Nuchnius. When you're involved in your business, you go to work in the morning and you're doing your job. There's no reason to mix any Kedusha over here. And that's how the Abishter, uh, uh, the, their argument, similar to the, the argument of the, of the Miraglim, that's how the Abishter created the world, the Gashmis is Gashmis. So don't mix in Kedusha into your regular day-to-day life. The argument will be even stronger. That the, the the person's mundane needs or mundane matters have a, a first right over tero mitzvahs. As we see in the uh, uh, the order of things in tero, first the tero starts with the creation of the world. And after more than a whole chumash, but start the mitzvah So the umis are saying, look, in the very tero that you're learning, first comes the world, and then comes tero mitzvahs. So therefore, so too in your own life. First, you should focus on, to, on your mundane matters without getting involved in any Kedusha, without trying to change it or transform it or make it holy or whatever it is. And then, when you go to, to, to base Medrash or to Shul, then you could learn, you could daven, you could do mitzvahs 
They're not arguing against Teiru Mitzvahs. They're just saying that there's no room for Teiru Mitzvahs in the rest of your day. But their whole taina is a taina sheker is a false claim. It's a mistake and it's a falsehood. Because the ultimate purpose and the Abish Tezrotsin and all of the Gashmi is, is that you should make out of them a you should make a dwelling place for Hashem So that's what Rashi is telling us in this very first Rashi. Comes Rashi and says, obviously, there's the Purisha Post of Rashi. But in the Yen is Rashi is telling you like this. The Bishas, Yid, is going to get involved in the worldly matters. And he's going to try to bring in the Yebishter and the Erak To try to draw down Elokos into the physical world. The Umeisa'elam, whoever that represents, Velt. Velt is going to come and say, Vistaganif, you're stealing the Gashmis from us. The Yebishter created Gashmias. Obviously, the Yebishter wants Gashmias. So why are you taking away the Gashmias of the world and making it Ruchnias? And the Yid is going to answer that the Yebishter Taka created Gashmias. But the whole reason why the Yebishter created Gashmias is to make it into And therefore, that's what I'm doing. I'm, being, I'm transforming the Gashmias of the world into being a Dirabetachtainim for the Yebishter. And now we'll see it in the words of Rashi. Now we'll understand the Pasuk. of the word In order to remove the claim and the argument of the nations. It's not enough to know the, of the Abishter's actions. The whole foundation of their argument is that the Abishter created Gashmias. So to know that they, they argue that because the Gashmistic things are the Abishter's doings, Abishter's workings, so if you try to use them for your own needs for Kedusha, then you're stealing from Gashmias. So the fact that the Abister, the world is the Abister's Maisim, that's not enough. Ki'ima pirush shekeyach. The, the, the Pasuk is telling us that the Koyach, which means to say hakavon v'atachlis, the intent and purpose. Sheima pnimi is v'akoyach shol maisof, which is the, the, the deeper part, the inner part, and the strength, the power of his actions. He that he gave over to his nation as well. And he specifically uses the word Higid because the word Higid means to draw down or to draw close. And the Abishter Kayach myself, the Abishter gave the Kayach the deeper intent of his actions. He drew it down into. Umasair Laamai gave it over to his people as Apnimi is myself. The Abishter didn't just tell the, the people what he created, because the guy will argue he created Gaspias to be Gaspias. So the Abishter was Kayak myself. He tells the Eden what is the intent of his Maisim. 
And not just he told it to them, but he gid lahem. He drew it down. He brought them closer to it. I knew and told them what was the ultimate purpose and reason for these works, for these creations that he made. Shal yidei avedis b'nei Yisrael, yehovchu amaisov dikdusha. That to tell the Yidin that the ultimate purpose of why he created everything was that he, they should transform mice of the Abister's Maisim into Kedusha as explained at length in the Sikha. So we had three questions in the beginning. Uh, question two was why did it say Koyach Maisov? Because he means to say the Pnimiyas HaKavona of the Maisim was given over to the Yidin, which was not just the fact that the Abister created the world, but that the Abister wanted a dirbetachtenim out of creation. And the third question was, why did they use the word Higid? Because Higid comes from the word Himshich. It's interesting, he brings in the order 41, that there's a parts of the Gemara that are called Agadata, or, or Agoda, which are like the stories of the Gemara. So he says, one of the reasons it's called Agoda is because it's Moshech Libe Shaladim, it draws the person in. It's a story, it's interesting, and it draws the person in. So you see a, a, a correlation between the word Agoda, Higid, and Meshicha, and something that's being drawn in or pulled towards you. And that's why it says the word Higid, because he didn't just tell it to them, but he drew it close to them. And obviously the first question was, Ma'i Aira, the Aira is very clearly that the Aveda of Yid is Dirbetachtainim, the Aveda of Yid is to be Kaivish, the Gashmis of the world, and to, and to transform it into Kedusha. And when the Goyim come and say, you're, you're, you're not supposed to do that, the Avishta created Gashmis, and you're stealing the Gashmis, we can answer to them, Faket, no, this is the Pnimi Sakavana, this is what the Avishta wants. One last thing we have still have to explain, which we didn't actually mention this in the question, in the questions, but the, the, the Rashi is written in what was some may consider a long-winded way. It could have said, it started from Bereshis, and in order to tell us, Instead it says, So it's sort of a, a, a long-winded thing. So this is going to be explained in Isaiah. Based on this, we can also understand very well the lengthiness, the long-windedness of Rashi's question. That we didn't have to be, it, should, it, it shouldn't have be, it, it shouldn't have started the Tera from, from here, but it should have started with Achedes Zelachem, Shei Mitzvah Rishenah, Shei Nisav Abba Yisrael, which is the first Mitzvah which the Yidin recommended. And why did they start with Bereshis? And it seems redundant. What is the idea, what is the message in the, in the length, seemingly redundancy, seemingly redundant wording of Rashi? Rashi wants to emphasize and elaborate. That the Abishter created the world in its natural state, which seemingly nature belongs to Umasayla, to the nations. Nevertheless, the purpose of everything is Tayro Mitzvis. Which belongs, which is the mission, the role of the Yid. Mitzvah Yisrael, which means to say, uh, when he refers to to he refers to it a mitzvah, which is the role of the yid. 
And although the Avisa created the world with it in a natural state, which seems to be the ownership of the Umisailam, nevertheless, the Avishtar put in Tero Mitzvis, which is the role of the Yid. So that way we should do it in a way that we should conquer the world and nullify or negate the question of the Umisailam. They're saying you didn't need the Torah. We only need a Chedesuzelachem. That's the time of the Mesalem. We don't need the whole Gashmis of the world. We need Torah mitzvahs with the whole Benaishis and the beginning of Shmois, which is all about the stories of Torah, which is all about the Elam Hazah. The Umisalem said, We don't need it. That's what Rashi writes in this long winded way because Rashi is expressing. The tainus of Umasailam, that we don't need Torah, the, the beginning of Torah. We only need a Khazilakam. We don't need the whole fact that the Avisha created the world. And Rashi responds and nullifies, undoes the question, which is the power, strength, and the purpose of the Avishtas. Uh, a, a creation, Maschila begins, Lisa, and its ultimate purpose is to undo, to nullify the concealment which the Maisim, the, the Abishtha's actual creations, the Gashmias of it, are covering up on their inner purpose. And that's why the Tater starts Davke with Precious Barah. To relate to us and to draw down and to reveal the ultimate power and strength and purpose. That the reason the Avis are created Gashmias is not so the Gashmias should remain Gashmias. The reason the Avis are created Gashmias, the reason the whole Chumish Precious exists, which is all about the Avis's creation of the world. And the etc. Uh, etc. Et is all for the purpose of telling us that the reason the Avisha created Gashmias is so that we should draw down all the Kus and Gashmias. I would have agreed with Elam that we, all, uh, we have to do Tayyar Mitzvahs. But Elam Hazah is Elam Hazah. And therefore comes Rashi to tell us this message. And it's the message, it's not just Negea to this Rashi, it's Negea to the whole Aveda of Yid, day in and day out. That a yid has to know that his Aveda is Kimateru Mitzvah. But a yid has to know that in addition to that, his Aveda is Kibush Yisrael. To be Mahapech, to transform the Gasmis of the world into Kedusha and Holiness. And if there's going to be a Taina from Musa'ilam, that the Avisha created Gashmias, and the Avisha wants the world to remain as a Gashmi, the answer to that is that no. The ultimate purpose why the Avisha created the worlds of Dirabatach Tainim. And the Avisha wants us to expose, to take out the Koyach Maisov. Uh, out of the Maisim and then transform the Maisim, the Abishter's creation of Gashmias into a Diribatahtainim to draw down a Lukus into the Gashmias, and that is the Aveda of the person. And it is with this that Rashi begins his Pirush, and Rashi begins his Pirush on the whole Tayra, because this is a general message to the Yid in his Aveda Sashan.